0: And welcome to BiblioChat. I'm your host, Forrest Rolbutt. On this episode, I would like to look at China's role as a foreign economic power and how this role reflects the colonial era and Western European expansion around the world and how this expansion affected the native populations. China has heavily invested in Africa as part of a broader plan called the Belt and Road Initiative. Xi Jinping is striving to connect China's economy internationally and grow their economy by increasing their trade around the world. And Africa is a specific region that has received heavy investment from China. Total investments in 2003 equaled 75 million and has increased to 5 billion in 2021. And these African countries are facing the same issues as colonized regions of the past, where where a foreign nation enters the region for economic purposes and introduces their culture, their language, and their values, and the indigenous populations learn the language, cultures, and customs of the foreign power. So we'll take a closer look at China's involvement with Africa and how their economic involvement reflects the colonial powers of the past all coming up on this episode. So China's economic interests in Africa have grown significantly over the last few decades, and a process is emerging that reflects the colonial period that I've discussed over the last few episodes, where as the influence of a foreign economic power grows, the natural result is a pressure to learn their language. Local populations learn the language of the foreign economic power in order to actively participate in the commercial activities of the foreign power. And, you know, this can bring benefits like higher incomes. But as we know, and as I've discussed over the last few episodes, language is the glue of a community's identity, heritage, and ancestry. And so by absorbing the language of the foreign power you lose this cultural identity and heritage. And this is the dilemma that Africa is currently faced with. As China continues to grow their influence in Africa in order to expand trade and expand their economy, they're at the same time promoting the Chinese language. And African nations, the more they become economically and financially tied, the pressure mounts to work with China to promote the Mandarin language. Where you're seeing the same process of the colonial period where students are learning this foreign language and what's interesting is this financial dependence is very clear where, where countries like ethiopia uganda kenya borrow from the chinese government in order to construct the infrastructure of china's belt and road initiative mostly transport infrastructure like railways and power and with this financial dependence on china African governments are pressured to promote the Chinese language, primarily through the Confucius Institute, which is a Chinese cultural organization that, that is promoting the Chinese language in schools. So among African nations, the learning of Chinese is a hot political issue. Wycliffe Omichi is a member of the Kenyan Teachers Union. He says... The government needs to develop the vernacular languages first before embarking on something foreign. So Wycliffe is very aware of the importance of local languages in building community identity and maintaining cultural heritage. However, he still faces an uphill battle against his opponents. Russell Kaskula, a professor of African language studies at Rhodes University in South Africa, argues how teaching Mandarin is as important as the learning of English, French, and Portuguese were back in the 19th century in Africa. And then he goes on to say, Nelson Mandela once learned Afrikaans so that he could understand the Afrikaner oppressors better. In the same way, I think the learning of Mandarin makes sense to Africans. So it's interesting seeing how this issue of language and a foreign power is re-emerging in the 21st century. I think the political voices that are promoting the usage of local languages are much smaller than the voices promoting Mandarin. And ultimately, as the financial ties to China continue to grow and tighten, so will the learning of Mandarin. Thank you for listening.